Hello and welcome to The Road to Net Zero, a podcast from the Advanced Propulsion Centre. My name's Clem Silverman, and in this episode, I'm going to introduce you to a new collaborative research and development project that's recently been announced. It's the £16 million Fuel Cell Commercial Vehicle Generation 2, or FCV Gen 2 project led by Ford, which aims to design, develop and build a fleet of eight hydrogen fuel cell powered transit vans with the latest advances in technology. And I'm lucky enough to have been invited down to Dagenham, where I'm here today, being shown round Ford's facility. At the moment, its activity is centred around assembling engines, but with electrification, that's changing. Here's APC's Bradley Doddick, the project delivery lead, to set us up. So this project is uh, led by Ford. Uh, it was initially a spin-out from an APC project uh, competition called Armed, um, which was a fuel cell vehicle generation one. Um, so this takes that development to the next level as they're looking at transitioning from the um, e-transit, uh, taking the architecture into a hydrogen platform or fuel cell vehicle platform. So here at Ford Dagenham is where some of the work on this fuel cell electric transit project will take place. And I've been speaking to some of the project partners to find out more, including Ford, which is hoping to make this a success. So I'm Dennis Whit from Ford. Um, I look after a small team of people that pull together UK collaborative R&D projects with the help of uh, our partners in, in government and APC. So we're here today at the project kickoff. What does the project aim to do and why are we looking at hydrogen? So the, the project aim really is to understand the viability going forward of uh, fuel cell light commercial vehicles, um, both technically and in terms of the business case around hydrogen fuel cells and, and the refueling and infrastructure. We're aiming to, to pilot uh, uh, eight fuel cell vehicles um, with key customers. Um, to, to get their objective and subjective feedback to feed into our future product plans. We've chosen hydrogen fuel cell as against an, another te uh, competing technologies really because we think it offers the, the, the biggest opportunity going forward as a competitor to battery electric vehicles. Obviously there are a lot of solutions for zero emission technologies out there. Yeah. Hydrogen fuel cells is one of them. Um, what are you hoping to do in this project to test the, that, that theory and what role does the plant here at Dagenham going to play? So one of the things we'll be looking at is the, the complete you know, total cost of ownership of these vehicles through their lifetime um, because ultimately if, if, um, if competing technologies offer a, a lower cost of ownership than, than hydrogen fuel cell um, it, it won't be adopted. Um, we're in Dagenham because Dagenham represents a, a unique opportunity to scale up from a small fleet trial into a, a, a larger, low volume program um, if the business case shows a, a positive return. That was Dennis Witt explaining from Ford's perspective what the project hopes to achieve. Ford's the lead partner. Let's hear now from other members of the consortium. We've got SMEs and two other multinationals involved. They are Signet Texkimp, Cammotive and Viratech, as well as grocers Ocado and energy giant BP, who all have a role to play in developing this technology. 
My name's Chris Hubel, I'm Head of Engineering at Viritech. And so what's your role on this project um, with Viritech? So my role is day to day, I'll be managing the engineering team while we develop Type 5 pressure vessel material, um, structural pressure vessels for the Ford Transit um, fuel cell vehicle. And we'll also be doing work around power electronics um, and battery packs for an 800 volt version of the architecture at the end of the project. So what are your main aims to get at to, 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 uh, as you develop those uh, materials and those processes across the project? So um, our main aim of the project is to develop a licensable Type 5 material and um, a, a pressure vessels that's suitable for the, uh, for the Ford Transit itself, ready for the higher volume programs. Uh, we'll also get excellent experience as a, as a SME to uh, a major OEM's process and procedures and, and how their purchasing systems work so that we can apply that to other projects and other products that we're doing across, uh, across Veritech. So this, this grant fund has been um, really um, imperative to, to our development process really. We, we developed some of the, the Type 5 material and, and structural, structural pressure vessel technology to, to a certain TRL but we knew that without any sort of additional funding that we wouldn't be able to progress it so the, the APC grant funding has been, been imperative in, in getting us to, to the next stage or progressing the TRL of, of that technology. My name is Bruce Campbell, I'm a director of CanMotive. Our role is to um, evaluate the fuel cells before they go into the, uh, the vehicles and to make sure they are operating correctly. And what does that involve? So um, we've got eight vehicles going on trial, so you'll be evaluating all the eight of them and uh, how will you make sure that they're ready to go, ready to go and be, uh, be tested? So we, we will test all of the, uh, each of the fuel cells, all eight of the fuel cell uh, systems with their the balance of plant to make sure that they are operating correctly before they are installed into each of the vehicles. And then what happens at the end of the project? So you've tested, they've gone through the, the testing program, been running around uh, and uh, they've validated the business case for all these hydrogen fuel cell vehicles. And then I understand you'll come back in at the end and see how they've done. Uh, so at the end, at the end of the pro project, we will be um, re-evaluating the fuel cells or some of the fuel cells to make sure that they are still operating um, uh, yeah, correctly. Because you've come a long way, because you, you come from sort of testing combustion engines, is that right? Uh, absolutely, so our background, our history is, is emissions from uh, keeping uh, emissions down from, from uh, internal combustion engines, so um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a natural progression for us is to, to go into powertrain testing of, of uh, uh, electric powertrains and, um, and hydrogen powertrains. That's two of the SME partners. Thirdly, sustainability is being considered right from the get-go, not just of the fuel used, but of the materials too. Here's Andy Whitman from Signet Techskimp. So I'm Andy Whitman. I'm the Director of Process Development at Signet Techskimp. I'm working on the project here for APC. So what's Signet uh, and what is your role on this, um, this project with, uh, led by Ford? So Signet Techskimp are a machine builder. Primarily in the composites industry, we're one of the largest manufacturers of composites machinery, certainly in the UK and probably in Europe. Um, our interest in this project is around our rec recycling and reclaiming technology, part of which is the decom process which steam cleans composites, allowing us to recover long fibre, essentially continuous carbon fibre from tanks at the end of their life or if they are damaged due to accidents and other, other unforeseen circumstances. 
Um, yeah. so that's really important, isn't it? You're actually sort of looking ahead to the end of the, the life of these um, storage tanks and building in the sustainable element of it. Uh, and what impact might that technology have um, for the rest of the industry and for the, as this emerging uh, use of, of hydrogen um, for fuel cells, also maybe for combustion as well expands? So one of the one of the things that the automotive industry has is a capacity to make a great deal of things worldwide. Um, that's relatively unusual for composites, it's also one of the areas we're hoping to develop. But at the end of life, you then end up with a large number of things that need a second life or need a purpose beyond throwing in landfill. So if we can avoid what I'll call the wind turbine problem, it's been a little bit unfair on the wind turbine people, but it, it, the idea is to maximise the retained value in the carbon. With carbon fibre and for hydrogen tanks, you're dealing essentially with a, a really expensive, high-quality feedstock. So it makes sense to recover it. If you were making these out of gold, you would do the same. Um, if you're making them out of plywood, perhaps not so much. Um, in this case, we're not quite gold, but it's really good stuff in there to start with. So if we can recover that, it has got a good case for being reused, perhaps not in tanks, but certainly for other reasonably high-end applications. It's great that this project is looking at the circular economy too. So what do the two multinationals, Ocado and BP, look to achieve from this? Here's project delivery lead Bradley Doddick to explain more. What's Ocado's role in this consortium? So Ocado are effectively the, the end customer, if you like, so they're there to prove out um, the, the application and the usage of these vehicles. So. Um, a company like Ocado obviously have goals to meet in terms of sustainability and, and net zero and um, current ICE engines are, are what they're typically using to de deliver food services. Um, the problem going forward is they, they're obviously quite keen to use um, you know, electrified products, uh, be it BEV uh, vehicles, um, but unfortunately you know, the heavy demand and application of uh, the light commercial vehicles in terms of food deliveries, um, the mileage covered per day, they can't achieve that. Uh, and that's why they're looking uh, to other alternative uh, options such as the fuel cell vehicles to see if that could accommodate or meet the needs of, of these vehicles. So this is, yes, as you mentioned, this is a hydrogen fuel cell powertrain. Um, and interestingly on this project, we have a um, subsidiary of BP yeah. involved, um, which is unusual, I think, to have an energy provider on a project like this. So what are they getting out of it and what's their involvement in this, um, in this APC22 project? Yeah, so to be honest with you, the, you know, this is a collaborative R&D project um, and you know, the name's in the title, Collaborative. Um, it's really good we've got certain partners on board to, to make that work. Um, so as we said, Ford is there to assemble um, and improve out the, the, the vehicle technology. They're taking their current e-transit and retrofitness for a fuel cell um, and they have uh, some te technology partners on the project that are supporting that. Um, but, you know, it's all well and good having the technology there. You need the people who can take it to market, and that's why you've got Cardo, who can actually prove the technology out and say that it's fit for use. Um, and then behind that, you know, there's the big question of well, how do you refuel these vehicles? There's no way to, um, you know, it's all well and good having a having a vehicle that, that runs off hydrogen and being able to drive it around. But if you can't refuel it, then you're kind of stuck. And that's where um, our subsidiary of BP comes into the project. So uh, the company is called Lubricants UK. Uh, they are a, uh, subsidiary of BP and they're looking at the infrastructure and the rollout of, of what hydrogen really looks like in the UK. Um, so they are yeah, looking at um, setups in terms of refueling stations and how this interfaces and how a customer like um, Ocado would manage that in-house uh, in terms of you know, refueling their vehicles ready for their, 
you know, daily um, routines. The funding that the APC provides from the Department for Business and Trade, and much funded by the industry partners to £16 million, is the catalyst for this collaborative work. Here's Dennis Witt once again to explain the need for it in this case. In terms of um, funding available, um, what's that enabled you to do that you might not have been able to do otherwise? Well, the funding um, is actually essential for this project. We would never have uh, got it off the ground without the help of APC in terms of funding, and that's just from a forward perspective. Um, but one of the main benefits of APC funding is it, it brings in partners to work with you. They're not suppliers, they're partners, um, and that uh, generates a, a, collabor a collaborative, collective learning throughout the whole, the whole team. And finally, Andy Whitman from Signet Techskimp on what it means for the smaller partners. Well, two things. Firstly, we get to work with all the guys on the project, um, which only happens really within funded projects. That's one of the main reasons for doing these things, one of the main reasons for doing these things. But financially, certainly, it's going to help immeasurably for an SME. We are 70 people to um, invest in a timely manner in the efficiency of the recycling system essentially so we can prove that it's worth doing if you know if you spend 50 pounds to recover 30 it's never going to happen even if it's the best thing for the environment um, it, this this project will help certainly turn that or tip that seesaw in the right direction yeah, perfect thank you very much that's it from here at Ford Dagenham. Thanks to everyone I've spoken today and thank you for listening to this episode of The Road to Net Zero. For more information about our collaborative research and development projects, please visit our website and stay tuned for more.